One time I was sitting at the camp, I swear I thought Caesar from Planet of the Apes was coming out of the forest. Thanks for coming back to Bigfoot Society, your weekly cryptozoology-focused podcast where I talk to a different individual in the cryptozoology field, authors, researchers, artists, all sorts of people. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please uh, go ahead, subscribe to this uh, podcast and rate us five stars as it helps us get more into the podcast stratosphere and get uh, better guests on the show. Also, if you're on YouTube, do us a favor like this video and subscribe to this channel. It doesn't cost a thing and it helps us get out there into the YouTube stratosphere as well. Be sure to leave what your favorite part of the episode was in the comment. Welcome back to the Bigfoot Society podcast. This week, I have the pleasure of talking to a new friend, Mr. Mike Casey from Eastern Washington State. Mike is a Bigfoot researcher, newer to the field, but has already had some great connections and uh, really cool experiences uh, researching in places that you'll probably recognize if you're familiar to the uh, Bigfoot research phenomenon and culture. So definitely an enjoyable interview as we talk about uh, all sorts of things, uh, looking in places such as uh, Mount St. Helens area, Mount Adams, Bluff Creek, and uh, just a really, really fun chat talking to someone that uh, um, I've wanted to talk to for a uh, long time. And I think you'll enjoy uh, making this connection uh, by listening to the uh, interview as well. So sit back, enjoy, and uh, listen to this interview I had with Mike Casey, Bigfoot researcher from Eastern Washington. All right, welcome back to the Bigfoot Society podcast. I have the privilege of talking with uh, a new friend, Mike Casey from Eastern Washington, correct, Mike? Yes, sir. Awesome. Nice to meet you, man. Uh, let's go a little bit about uh, about uh, what your background is, you've uh, you've given a pretty awesome bio here. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, go through that and kind of give us a view of where we're going tonight. So Mike Casey is a Bigfoot enthusiast located in southeastern Washington. He's been a paranormal investigator for the past seven years. And in 2021, he switched gears into the Bigfoot realm. He grew up in the Truckee, Lake Tahoe area, as well as around the Santa Cruz Mountains and enjoys always enjoys the time spent in the woods. He is a very eager and adventurous soul, always itching to get out into the field. He's taken ex- expeditions into uh, a few different areas, which we will talk about in a bit. I won't spoil the surprise there, what they are. Uh, he has many plans this summer of different locations and looks forward to sharing the journey. So uh, let's let's get into it, Mike. So what you're in the uh, southeast uh, Washington area. Mm-hmm. And we'll start with this. So when I think of Bigfoot in Washington, I'm thinking of more maybe the Olympic Peninsula. But is that not the case? Are we really looking at squatchy areas in the southeast as well? Uh, tor- farther east is the Blue Mountains. I actually okay. have not made it that far yet. I'm in Richland, so the Tri-Cities area. Um, but there are reports down here. Uh, we were... I got three little kids and uh, the oldest, she's three. So she's all about the Bigfoot and my two-year-old, she's all about Kong. So we go oh, to yeah. Washington down by the Columbia River. There was some reports that are on the BFRO website. So we figured one weekend, yeah. like, oh, why not? So there's stuff to do around here. Um, but we just moved up here last August. So okay. we're, new to, we're new to the area. Um, okay. 
still trying to get my treads on the ground, figure out the zones, areas, meet yep. the people, meet people. Uh, I was planning on going to one event in January, but then my third baby was born. So oh, yeah, we have another event we're going to in the, the Forks, Washington, the first annual Sasquatch Days. Oh, we're yeah, gonna cool. Take, I'm going to take Ellie up yeah. there, and I'm super excited to meet everyone at that event. Um, super jazzed. All the... Everybody I've talked to in this community, the Bigfoot community, has been so open and welcoming. Oh, and yeah. it's something that I'm not too used to from the previous history, as we'll get into that. Uh, I come from the paranormal background and exactly very, very rubby shoulders. And so for a community to be so open and just like literally being able to just send out an email or an Instagram chat and be like, hey, so I saw this article or this documentary or uh, I read this book um, and you were mentioned in it and I have some questions or could you point me to some areas or just give me any kind of feedback or history lessons. I'm a big history guy. So right now, so new that I'm trying to just get my bearings and mm. learn as much as I can. I'm getting out in the field, um, but it, I mean, I got kids, I got work. So it's, I, get it. <laughs> I, get it, it's, I get out as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally oh man uh what was the what was the factor that made you switch from uh the one what was it that that drew you to the field of bigfoot let's that might be a good way to put I've it always been into nature outside okay. growing up in the lake tahoe uh, truckee area in mountains lakes i wasn't into bigfoot then which i was bummed about now um because i heard about the stories i had a chemistry teacher that spouted off stories about one in south tahoe and that was a quick ride drive down a high, highway 89 south for me but i never went and checked it out it was just a cool story um but the the big switch i would say from the paranormal world because i did i i I try and base it off years, but I don't even really remember when I first started, like what year, a bad time in my life when I first started all that. Mm. Um, but I was in that for a bunch of years and then I kind of like weaned off. I spoke at paranormal conferences. Uh, I've been on ghost adventures. I've been on a few shows like what? Amazon has. Mike. Well, I should say oh, I, there's what? a still image of me on ghost adventures. I wasn't oh, interviewed. I've, I've met. It was cool. The, the places I got to go and visit were definitely fun, <laughs> but uh, it's pricey. It's like, Is hey, it spend yeah. $200, uh, and that's a group pot. Like, yeah. hey, everybody pitch in 200 and we'll have yeah. one night at this, this yeah, shackle like, barn right, or right, shack. Right, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's, yeah, I don't know. I could I could do that, or I could spend sixty dollars at most on food and yep. camping and a campsite or gas. I love so, it. That's that's a good way to, to to look at it for sure. Yeah, and with COVID hitting, it wasn't like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm not going to go sit in a building with all you people. I'm going to go out with my family to the woods and go camping. And makes sense. That's where kind of just it grew. <laughs> oh, I love now it. the book the library has grown the the t-shirt collection the 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 mug collection has grown <laughs> like like no joke uh my, my wife she's going crazy with all my bigfoot stuff <laughs> dude you and me both i've already uh i've shared this i've shared how 
maybe I have, I don't, I forget what I share on the podcast and what I share in conversations, which is not a good thing. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> my wife had an intervention the other day where it was like, okay, you've got all your t-shirts are cryptid t-shirts. So I'm like, well, I'm not getting rid of any. So right. <laughs> right. I, guess we, I guess we need more space for t-shirts, but exactly. Yeah. I brought that up. It's like, well, we have a bigger closet now. So That's right. <laughs> we have more room. <laughs> so people keep on uh, listeners, keep on sending t-shirts for sure. Yeah. No, the t-shirts are awesome. I got <sighs> your Bigfoot. I didn't want to go, you know, too much Bigfoot Society podcast. And they'd be like, that's true. But that's, you know. um, is that one of the, uh, um, that's one of the classic, like the mountain ones. Is that it? That's it. Yep. They have, I love them. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's I can't good. find the old one. There was one that was a couple of years ago. Again, I'm into history. So I look back at the old shirts and see about yep. eBay and stuff. And yeah. There goes the other, the mountain collection of Bigfoot oh, shirts. Really? I, I actually got this in a size and it was too big and my wife was pregnant mm. at the time. So I was just like, here you go. I got another one on the way. That's, <laughs> smaller. that's awesome. She wears it all the time. <laughs> so Mike, uh, a little background for, for listeners who, so I've been wanting to talk to Mike for a while. Just so the main reason is it's hard. It's hard to find people that have not gone everywhere and if you can find um so i just like i have you know like this i don't know if it's a sixth sense for for cryptid bigfoot people and i'm like <laughs> i should talk to that person i just have a yeah. feeling right and um i started seeing your names pop your name popping up everywhere and a lot of really yeah. interesting comments and stuff on social media and i was like i want to be the guy that talks <laughs> don't to know that person. <laughs> yeah so, cool. no it's, it's nothing weird but um okay. There was, you've been talking to a lot of people about a lot of really interesting things. And like, I've saw, um, well, I believe it's, it's one of the ones that we'll, we'll talk about, but, um, you've, you've taken some interesting, uh, expeditions already. And I'd, I love to talk about those. Mm -hmm. Um, but the main reason I, I found, I believe you were talking to Mark Marcel in some comment thread and I was like, this is cool. And this <laughs> is other places. And then this is before yeah. I will say full disclosure. Uh, Mike is, is a, a Patreon supporter as well, which I, I totally appreciate. Um, but, uh, I've been trying to talk to you for a while, buddy. So yeah, yeah. let's talk. What's it like getting to the bluff Creek, that bluff Creek <sighs> area, so rich in history and like the Mecca for, for big footers. What was that? Yeah. So I've made it to the Creek. I've never made it to okay. the actual site. Okay. Um, every time I've gone up there, of course, I've read the the websites and I, I'm, I'm amazing. I like, I have a photographic memory. That's how I really don't get lost in those back roads and stuff. Like I know yeah. which way I've come, but when I read a website and, and, and like the sources and stuff, I get all mixed up, but there was this one website where I found that the whole directions, the left, the right, the, the, I can't even remember the the oh, forest wow. road names but like and then you find bigfoot stickers on all the, the signs pointing all oh, the way really? up there so it helps <laughs> yeah that's um awesome. so there's part in there that says gates are closed from like october oh, to yeah, yeah. april or something because just the snow i got into bigfoot literally the like the trigger that hit was uh i think in november of 2019 okay and uh no 2020 and so 
I got the itch. I wanted like that time I was living in Reno, Nevada. Um, Bluff Creek, Willow Creek area was, uh, I think it was like a seven hour drive. So I was like, I got this. Yeah. So I, I told my wife, I'm like, I'm packing up the cars. At that time, I had uh, two kids. I had Ellie and Wyatt. So I was just like, I got, I want to go check this place out. So I packed up the truck and headed out. And uh, I got to the gate. I camped at the gate that first time I went up there. Oh, wow. And it's definitely a feeling of being watched in that zone. But that might have been because that was my very first time actually going on a Bigfoot expedition. Maybe a little amped, yeah. And when I go, I go alone. (laughs) uh, I've gone with a couple people in the past, and it wound up being me camping for both of us. Like, I thought they would be able to handle themselves, no stuff, but it was just the first time miserable the second time the guy was complaining the whole time and then we stumbled on the pot that's farm. not good that's now not... it's and he wanted to go talk to the pot farmers and i'm like oh well, yeah you don't want to get out of here yeah that was a big red flag and i'm like <laughs> i know what those guys can do i don't want to yeah. you know like we're at this site we're at this grow plant pr- or operation oh, man. i'm literally spouting off this my buddy's spouting off murder mountain which was on netflix or something oh yeah I, i'd never seen it but he was just like oh these guys know how to do it right and i'm like no man let's get yeah and and we saw like we saw fresh grow bags we saw like an atv we heard voices we were running from the i was oh so you were scary. around there while the the dudes weren't there yeah yeah we stumbled up uh, hands dude it was that was an intense that was an intense trip like we were just driving the roads uh it wasn't too much of a hiking because he's got a bad back i have a bad back but uh we were just driving and then we found this I feel a little sketched on the details of this, but we found something. Now, we pulled off the road. How about this, Mike, real quick? How about maybe not tell enough details to get uh, yeah. you in trouble and also for me to do a lot of editing? About- yeah, that's true. Okay, so we stumble upon this this, this area, and uh, we're walking in. the place. Right. I mean, it doesn't look like there's anybody there. It looks like old, abandoned, ramshackly stuff. Yeah. I have tons of pictures of the place because I'm literally thinking, oh, this is cool. Nobody's here. And then we wander up the road a bit, and that's when we see the new grow plants and the bags and then the ATV, and then we hear the voices, and then we're, like, hightailing it back to the truck. And I'm picturing, like, the the sights on my back, like, oh, no doubt, dude. Not cool. (laughs) Yeah. So it's definitely you got to know where to go. And I don't know, like, Looking at the Google Earth image of that area, I should have known not to go up there. Like know, it's yeah. it's it's just it's plain and plain as day, right out in the open. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Pat Flynn here, host of the award-winning podcast, the Smart Passive Income Podcast, which was created to help you learn how to become an entrepreneur. And in the simplest way, too, you know, entrepreneurship can be very difficult. I like to simplify things. And I interview people like Josh Hall and Shane and Jocelyn Sams and Maria Fela. Who are they? Well, they're people just like you, people who have taken action after listening to the show and have built a business that has changed their lives. And I'd love to share an episode with you that I think will inspire you to get started, too. Check out the link in the description or go to smartpassiveincome.com slash 122 to get inspired, get what you need to get started, and change your life. You got this, and thank you. 
uh, but that was intense. Well, Mike, you're a lucky man, and that is a cautionary tale for any young people. Yeah, got me shaking all over again. That yeah. was intense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just uh, just be careful out there and don't go uh, poking around yeah, in places you don't own because you might not be as lucky. Seriously. As just turn saying. away and walk away. Keep just the big walk, footing. Just walk <laughs> um, yeah, watch Sasquatch on Hulu. You'll, you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah, um, um, but back to the Bluff Creek thing. So yeah. I camped out that first spot. It was more of a getting my bearings. I felt eyes on me. Uh, didn't hear anything. I have, when I go camping, I'm not the minimalist. You mm. probably saw in those camp photos. When I go, okay. it's, it's sort of at this time, wherever my truck can go, that's where I'll put my stuff. Uh, I got a huge tent. I got the big family, so we only have big tents. Yep, so yep. it's like, you know, I'll just luxury camp it when I'm big footing at the time, hoping to minimalize things. But uh, I had the big setup right there at the gate. The second time I went was with uh, a girl from the paranormal field that okay. I that I knew. She actually, I'll say that she was the one that actually kind of got me interested in the paranormal stuff. We'd always talked at paranormal conferences and been like, mm. oh, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. Like we were okay. into it. So she came up with the idea to start a group and sadly the group and well, the group's going but i'm not a part of the group because i just gotcha. i work best alone <laughs> gotcha. like sort of like as, as a solo uh, i don't know not not solo alone like i like to go out with people but i don't like to be associated with a certain group i, um, I, I like I, the freedom yeah. of being able to do what i want to do yep yep as simple as that put it um but that time we found stick structures we wow. but potential stick structures there was one stick structure that i don't know how a fallen over tree can weave between mm. other trees so that's the thing that confused me on that and then there was some trail cam mystery stuff um something was missing should have taken a picture but there was no pictures just the thing oh, weird vanished wow um, we put up these dinosaurs, and one of the dinosaurs was just gone. I spent 45 minutes of my life on the forest floor digging through the leaves and the sticks oh, no. trying to find this dinosaur toy, and I couldn't find it. So Wow. But there's pictures of us like setting up the game camera, putting up the dinosaurs, walking away, and then coming back the next day. That's wild. So, Oh, don't man. know what happened to that. <laughs> I, I saw you where you shared on Facebook the other day. You have a really interesting uh, photo, a few photos you you captured just recently when you're uh, mm -hmm. out. Uh, do you mind talking about that? And then, you know, people will have to uh, check them out. You can tell them where to yes. check out the photos. But yeah, that was uh, again, being new to Washington. Mm -hmm. Right now, my locations, like I've talked to a couple people. I've talked to um, Emily with the forest floor. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, she's hooked me up with a guy named uh, Mike L. Okay. Huge shout out to him. I got some some uh, GPS places from him. He's helping. Uh, shout out to Josh from PNW Map, Bigfoot Maps. Cool guy. No joke. He has helped out so much. Oh, yeah. uh, Scott's app. I mean, you've had some seriously great speak like guests on your show. <laughs> Thank you. And now um, we've got the best guest. Too good. Um, but no, all of every, so many people. Shane, Shane Corson from the Olympic Project. I hit okay, him like, up. 
dude everyone so everyone loves i have to have shane back on because like that was a long that's a long time ago and yeah i was like i was still trying to figure stuff out and like everyone really likes that shane course and episode but i'm like when i was doing the episode i was like uh because i hadn't really like found you know myself yeah. in the whole so i gotta get shane back on so dude yeah, I it think was the coolest awesome. thing i i don't even remember what i first said it was an instagram uh like hey i just moved up here hmm. i'd love some help and pointers or something nice. like that and all of a sudden he's like yeah give me a call here's my number wow I'm like, what? So I'm like trying to figure out my schedule is like, like telling my wife, like, can you watch the kids? I have a serious phone call. And I'm like sitting in my driveway in my camp chair with like notepad and like, oh, and then my phone wouldn't call him. And then so I had to call him on, uh, on Instagram or something like okay, that. We yeah. talked that way. Like, oh, but seriously, wow. blown away with the kindness. And That's then Derek Randall's, oh. Derek Randall's, he's right up there. Uh, mind blown the generosity wow. of that i mean they've invited me up to the the barn yeah okay and so i'm super thrilled to to go see that hopefully i'll get to go by there um during the forks sasquatch days sure they invited us over to to stay there i think they're doing a camp out but a i'll have my daughter ellie who's three mm -hmm. b uh it's a saturday sunday event and i work saturday so i gotta go sunday totally got it Yep. But still, just the idea of the <laughs> offer cool. is just amazing. Um, Mark Marcel. That's so such a nice guy. That has to be my favorite, like the legend. Like it's you know how you uh, the question gets asked, like, what's your favorite Bigfoot legend or yeah. uh history story? Is it's Ape Canyon. The and of course I don't know, my idea of Bigfoot evidence is like if i'm there and i witness it then i'm a whole lot okay. more leaning on the side of it happening okay but i always approach things as like what if it is what if like mm. what if that actually did happen like what if i was there and i was witnessing it i'm one for experiences like i've i've had some pretty crazy wild times in my days and i'm always one for an experience and so to put and and again putting myself into the um fred beck shoes oh, right. <laughs> is, is just being there in that moment with these creatures descending and fighting them off Oof. what a wild time i mean yeah. and so i hit up mark marcel being like hey big question i don't know how you accept people wanting to go up there or anything like that and uh he posted something on being like going up there and i was like hey do you want help or assistance not looking for i mean i just want to be a fly on the canyon wall oh, yeah. in this sense <laughs> um and, and i hadn't heard from him in so long and i was just like uh, uh, uh. but then we just reconnected or we just talked oh cool like two weeks ago and we got at least the time of year i think it's august or september i think he's planning on going up wow so pretty much those two months are blocked off i don't have anything planned because heck yes that, that's what i want to do oh, that's <laughs> but great. up until then it's like two trips a month um wow. i have i have uh sunday monday tuesdays off of work mm -hmm. so i'm hoping to be able to take off i got the kids though so some trips will be kid friendly some kids or trips will be 
boondocks. There you go. Out just, in the middle of nowhere. That's, like, that's, yeah. a, that's a good mix, I think. It's you know. Yeah. Um, Ellie, she she's one that she she's just itching every single day. I get home from work. Awesome. Hey, are we going camping? Are we going to go bigfoot him? He's like, where's Squatch? And <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. It's great. Kids have that that love for nature already. Um, mm -hmm. I want to make I want to loop back a little bit. Yeah. Um, so the photos that we uh, we got really excited about Shane Corson for a second, which is totally yeah, understandable because <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you're not, you're you need to check yourself. They're just but, um, people. Oh, so the photos, guy. the photo set that you had taken that you, you there's like some some weird stuff going on with it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the biggest thing that points out to me is so the the trail cam that I have it it. And this is like the third or fourth time I've I've used it, so I'm still learning. Again, intro to bigfooting, beginner. But uh, it takes two pictures every time it detects motion. So when I'm going through the pictures, literally, so we went up to Bumping Lake two weeks ago and set the trail cam up uh, in this little meadow that we found elk tracks in, just trying to see what we could find. Heard Bumping Lake's a great place, um, so we figured give it a shot. Right. The pictures that have the figure object, um, that was from last September. Okay. That actually, I'm awful on like getting back from a camp trip. And I mean, I still have stuff in the truck from that <laughs> trip. <laughs> like it's, it's sort of like I get back and it's a decompressed and I got the kids yep. and it's like, I don't know. I was that way with paranormal evidence too. It was just going over it. If nothing significant happens. It's gotcha. like the last on my radar. But anyway, so I'm going through the pictures of Bumping Lake, and then I'm realizing, oh, I have from the uh, – it was somewhere in the Dark Divide, somewhere up – I don't know what this is. Um, I don't know what just happened. I'm sorry. You're good. Um, so, again, throwing darts at a map. That's sort of how I'm aiming. Oh, I, I'm a huge fan of the Mount St. Helens – Mount Adams, okay. uh, Mount Rainier, that little area. Um, there's a book called uh, Where Bigfoot Walks. Yes. And that book has got me in that little area. I don't know. It's just that I love it. It was beautiful. And so I went up there and I had these few spots on my GPS map that I was like, oh, I'll try this spot. I get there. Now nah, this doesn't look good. So I'll hop in the truck and I'll drive to a different spot. Now nah, there's too many people around here. So I hop in the truck, drive to a different spot. It takes up gas, mm -hmm. but you see the area. I saw a lot of the base of Mount Adams and Mount St. Helens, like that little gulch. I was pretty much all over the mountains. And I wound up wound up getting lost. Uh, when you're out there, you have GPS, but right. as soon as you take away from the GPS screen, you lose everything. Like you can't re-get that little pin or... Uh, I haven't done the Hunt X, the downloaded maps yet. I haven't okay. figured that out. So I realized, like, I get out and I take a picture. That's what exits the GPS screen. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, no. And I'm like, I'm looking at my gas tank, and it doesn't work properly. So I'm gauging by, like, the mileage and everything. And so I wind up just Hail Mary. I go down the road, and I turn left, and I cross this concrete bridge over a riverbed. Yeah. up the mountain and that's where this campsite was wow 
So it was total luck of the draw. Uh, when I got out of there, it literally was, I had to remember, it was a one road up and down to the top of this mountain. Oh my goodness. I had to remember that I turned left in there. So when I get out, I turn right. I mean, that's how, that's how I navigated my way out of there. It was, but I saved, I mean, I, I heard some, or Shane Corson's document, document, document. So right. I had the GPS coordinates. I still have that written on my little notepad. So like, Okay. It didn't save the pin on my phone, but I looked it up and it's just that picture alone makes me at least want to go give it another try. And you've got that. So then I think we're talking about the same picture is you can literally see there's some sort of like a dark figure ish something in the back. It's really hard to explain what it is totally thought or forgot that we didn't even go over that so yeah i have a trail cam pointing at my uh at my tent and my campsite sort of as like the security cam um i walked around again shane corson says um assert like uh, assert your presence make your presence known Mm. Uh, set up camp walk around and then at night just kind of hang out at camp so that's what i did uh set up everything forgot my rain tarp so that's or the rain fly for the uh the tent that's why i have the tarp over it and it looks a little um but i take off for a couple of hikes i sat at the camp one time i was sitting at the camp i swear i thought caesar from planet of the apes was coming Whoa. out of the forest really I mean, it was it was one noise <laughs> okay. I, I i let it go for a couple of seconds and then i got up from my camping chair and ran over to the co- recorder and time stamped it took a picture uh, screenshotted the time of day. Um, and then I sat back in the chair and I just kind of waited because <laughs> it would, I mean, it sounded like a chimpanzee. Uh, okay. I was going to ask you like, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> you wow. Yeah. I would, I mean, again, I don't know if it's the, uh, I don't know what they call it. Um, Cliff Berrickman has the term. It's the Sasquatch brain, Bigfoot brain, Bigfoot on the brain. Yeah. 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 Where it's like you're just there and you're just looking and you're you're hoping that that's like you're sort of sort of hyper focused almost and it's like anything will sound like it or anything will look like it. That's what I chalked it up to. I I listened to the audio and it sounds more birdish, but again, I don't know audio. I've tried Audacity. Mm. Um, I'm not a tech savvy guy. <laughs> I don't know how to. Um, do the layers or remove stuff or amplify or I don't know all that stuff. So I don't know. I re-listened to it. And it sounds like a bird to me, but then I saw the picture last weekend and as I'm going through it on my laptop, I'm uh, just speed scanning because it's just a bunch of pictures of me around camp. I remember there was these birds flying up and down that just would not leave me alone. Hmm. Like these blue jays, stellar jays. Um, oh, sure. Yep. Yeah, it's like they'd never met a human. Those guys, they, they'd come up and have a chip. They'd eat my they eat my bacon right off my plate. It was, yeah. <laughs> but um, that's funny. But yeah, so I'm speed scrolling, and all of a sudden, like I see that black figure or this yeah, it's weird thing in the background of the tent between the trees and stuff. And the there's a there's a string of lights. I kind of do an ambiance type thing when I go camping. So I have like these battery powered uh, fairy lights that I hang up from trees. Um, and at nighttime, it's sort of just uh, backdrop 
silhouette. Uh, if I'm in the tent and something walks in between those lights and the tent, I'll see the silhouette. So that was sort of my idea of having those lights set up. So that's what is hanging in the picture. Okay. But yeah, there's this this weird black thing and it's weird the best i mean there's this weird appendage thing coming off the side so i don't i mean i'm not saying it's a sasquatch but it's something it's and it's not <laughs> the other, it's not in the other photos yeah and it takes as, yeah it takes two pictures so if you look at the um if you go to the pictures or the facebook page um yeah. and look at those the timestamps, you'll see the picture mm. that it took the two and the i mean this one second it's there and the next second it's gone Wow. It's so weird. And, um, I'll have it, I'll have it linked in the show notes. Um, cause that's, that's on your, uh, you have like a researcher page on, on Facebook. I want to actually, yeah, I do have that Facebook, uh, the Mike Casey Bigfoot researcher. Yeah. Um, but I actually <clears throat> just post most stuff on my, my okay. personal, I was actually thinking of extending that page because it's just something else I need to manage. And my personality, it's an yep, no idea. very addictive personality. So when I go for something, it's like that. So my Facebook page is pretty much all Bigfoot anyway. So fair enough. <laughs> I'll, I'll have you tell well, you tell me afterwards what you want uh, notated in there and yeah. make sure people get to it. So, cool. um, man, so I got to ask you, um, well, first, it's cool you went to Bumping, uh, uh, Bumping Lake, Bumping Lake, because that's the same. Uh, that's where Tate's going to uh, do his yes. documentary, right? So, yeah, I literally, I mean, so I have these notes like with the people I, yeah, like I, I want to give credit to Tate Aronimus, okay, Alex Petrikov, uh, Eli Watson. Eli, I have not talked to, he's a good but guy, but Alex and Tate, I have chatted with oh, pretty cool. good because so I watched the, the Bluff Creek episode of um, Beyond the Trail, and I mean, I came up on a rock slide. Uh, the the memories of that i'm just i mean i don't know i i see the similarities and of course i just take that leap and be like hey how's it going i'm mike <laughs> so that, that, that's how i met alex and tate um and tate yeah uh support the gofundme uh i think it would be an amazing documentary totally. it'd be super cool i love all the work that all those guys put into their their films um I get up at 4:30 every morning. It's just like this get after it mentality for me, and yep. that's also the time that the kids are all and everybody's asleep. So I, I get, get my coffee and and all yeah. that. I throw up YouTube on the big screen, and I'm watching all the documentaries and watching all the films. And it's like 5 a.m. and I'm hitting up Alex like, I know oh, that rock slide was intense. Like, oh, the pheromone idea is brilliant. Like, <laughs> um, all of it was super it's cool. A great and sure yeah all of it is uh i don't know it's it's fun to watch uh and learn from so many different people mm -hmm. um going back to the paranormal stuff it was it was uh it was like a small knit group that i was in and that's where the bumping shoulders happened and it just that i'll leave it at that yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a, like you have to be meaningful and mindful when it comes to, to community, because like, you know, some people might listen to this and be like, Oh, the Bigfoot, you know, cryptozoology field is all like 
roses and people being nice and high fives. Well, it it's not because yeah. you can find a bunch of places on the internet where people are not very nice to each other. But if you make the uh, mindful decision to help others out, shine the light on others, um, help the community be a better place for encouragement, it will then uh, that will spread and mm-hmm. you know it'll it'll just be a, a different playing field and right now it, it's it's a very unique time i think but mike i'm curious uh let's say someone it doesn't know a lot about bigfoot and they hear you're into it and they're like okay well mike like tell me i don't really know what bigfoot is like what is what is bigfoot to you? with me being so new to it i've come up with this saying and okay it's uh <laughs> people don't know what to do with it just, <laughs> it is what it is <laughs> that that's what i kind of label bigfoot as uh i'm so new into it and i'm sur- i'm learning uh, it seems like every week something in my mind about bigfoot changes and uh i'm huge into the like it's a physical mm. relic hominid that's just branched off and i mean imagine from day one being born into the forest and then the only thing to to be taught or to look to learn is survive mm. stay hidden and that's it that's wild yeah that's the two things you got to focus on for for sasquatch mm. and so a 5 year old with that sort of training i'm sure it can stay hidden in a forest um, so I, I definitely think that they're so much more, um, uh, evolved in that sense of survival in the woods and in extreme climates and weather and stuff like that. Caves, uh, caves is something that's on my list to check out because of all the lava tube lava tubes up here. Oh yeah. Around. Yep. Um, I read Ken Gearhart's book. Uh, I think it's the field guide to Bigfoot. It's such a good book. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And I hit him up right after I got done reading that, or I think I was midway through it when he brought up the caves and I was like, Hey, uh, caves, huh? And, and <laughs> so yeah. welcoming. He hit me up being like, yeah, let me look into that. And it's so and nice. So, yeah. Um, another shout out. Uh, but there's, there, there's just so much that goes along with it that I think, uh, to me, it is what it is, is the best description I could give. Because That's very interesting. Come, so dabbling in the paranormal field, I've witnessed, I've seen things. Uh, friends of mine have been overpowered by mm. something. Wow. So I know that there's stuff around us that we don't see. Ron Moorhead, uh, the quantum Bigfoot, that. The interesting <laughs> gentleman. Oh, <laughs> um, man. Yeah, I can imagine that one. I've listened to like four times. I want to say he's like, no joke. That's good. It's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just the ideas that he is, he's come up with. And, and so the paranormal coming from the ghost side, my view of, of spirits and ghosts are different dimension. They go to a different dimension and they're, they see us like we see them. Hmm. That's again what I've witnessed and kind of have experienced in my own ghost hunting uh, adventures. Sure. But uh, when I read Quantum Bigfoot and I'm listening to Ron Moorhead and he's yeah. talking about going into different dimensions, yeah. portals. I mean, it, 
it's a little bit woo or it's a big woo okay. but then also like i think which is not a negative thing to say. <laughs> yeah no no but that's where it's, that's where i'm at is i have no idea because it's like it i come from that background but then also the physical old relic yeah evolved a different way that dabbles in so it's totally it's ever changing in my mind i i don't think i'll ever set until it's once discovered and studied i don't think i'll ever actually settle on anything <laughs> what what do you think uh do you think there's going to be a certain turning point where science is like okay we give bigfoot real weirdos you know like I, what do, you think, do you think there's a, something that's going to push it over the edge or I don't know. So the missing 411 books okay. have, have got that think tank going on, like the government and stuff, releasing sure. things, letting us know. It's like, hey, UFOs are real. And these guys. Yeah. And, it's, <laughs> and it's like the massive Bigfoot disclosure, because we've had massive yeah. UFO disclosure over the last year or so. Yeah. Um, or let's say UFO is in the news a lot, right? UFOs. Mm -hmm. When is it going to be like bigfoot deluge out of nowhere i want that yeah. to happen like like the files released who knows because you've listened you've yeah. i mean who hasn't listened to sasquatch chronicles if you're into it so you've heard the stories and the reports of the military going in and blackhawk helicopters and taking out bigfoot or the yeah. the story of the ones in nevada that got burned in the wildfire and they got taken away in ambulances so again yeah who knows if it really happened i mean there's credible people that have said it happened uh there's multiple witnesses to it but uh but who knows the biggest mm. mystery is is like to the government side is like why are they keeping it secret that's and that's the thing like, my like why <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's not a and, big deal and why even like come on you know yeah and then um, and then that dabbles into the whole like national park the missing 411 that thing that's why i brought that up is like then those missing cases come into question and so right i don't know the idea of of them releasing that could flip a lot of things to mm. who knows what people would would do i mean <laughs> i've heard yeah. some podcasts where some people think as soon as bigfoot is labeled or is is come came, or comes out as an actual real being that's when whole society will crumble because there's a lot of different things that go into not just Bigfoot, but <laughs> well, so here's the thing. So it's like, uh, everyone's the way they think is going to have to change big time, no matter what mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's like, okay, what are, are we gonna, and we'll just leave this statement here, I guess. But it's like, uh, does half of the woods of the U S become a reserve? Yeah, like protected hey don't go in there there's giant apes yeah there's, there's sure. running around i mean <laughs> i'm sure the logging company is real happy for that yeah. to happen so yeah you know, there's wild, a man. lot would happen so yeah a lot would happen but yeah yeah that's a that's when, an interesting answer though it is what it is for sure oh yeah that yeah <laughs> i can't come up with anything better because i'm so all over the board with it um if you were to make uh, your like, let's say, uh, a team of you know, Mike is making a, a Bigfoot you know uh, research weekend, and I want these people to come with me, oh. and they're they're researchers that are live right now. Who would you want? Like, uh, pick a few 
few researchers to go oh with. Oh my gosh. There's a lot. That There's are so many. Oh, the list. It's not even a list of names. It's a list of groups. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the worst part. It's like there's so many awesome groups. Um, I would love to go out to the woods with Alex Petrikov. Alex um, totally, yep. He, even some of his videos, uh, the bushcraft side of it. like Ooh, Me too, how yes. He does the, yeah. It's, I mean, he, he doesn't even... It. He needs to do more of that. It's so good. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I was watching that one morning and I was just like, he's doing a bow drill. Like, <laughs> like starting okay. a fire in the woods with the, uh, it's just, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was fascinating. Like just super cool that not only is he teaching Bigfoot stuff, but he's also yep. teaching another very, very, very helpful for sure in the woods tool. Um, so Alex Tate, Tate seems like just a lot of fun to be out there with. Um, all the episodes of being oh, yeah. down like this, uh, the Oklala. Oh gosh, I haven't. I haven't it just came out, there, but it, it I looks know. hilarious. Yes. Oh, they're all just so good. And and then what was it? The swamp grass when they were out there, and then the mm. Satanists or whatever were in the campground. It's just hey, like a few. Can you have, uh, these experiences? Gosh, that's just you want to be. I don't know. Most people don't want to be there, but I just. Uh, I'd be, I'm I'd weird. Be, I'm for sure. It's, it'd be a crazy adventure. But, it would be. Yeah. Um, so Tate, Alex, uh, oh gosh. Mark Matsky from Small Town Monsters. It's cool, dude. He's, he seems like just a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, I agree. He's everything I've looked or I've watched him in. He just, he just has so much to, to say. Um, and they're small town monsters. Uh, we got, <laughs> yeah, that's true. We got, it's, yeah, it's yeah, true. yeah. Uh, then we got, um, Shane Corson, Derek Randall's. I want to learn from them everything I can. Oh, yeah. Um, they've been super open and, and welcoming. There is, uh, oh my gosh, I got to think of his name, Tanner from Western. Oh no, Pacific Pacific Northwest Bigfoot Search. That's it. Tanner from Pacific Northwest Bigfoot oh, Search. He's he on so Instagram. Familiar. So familiar. Yeah. He, the, so he's part of. Um, <clears throat> all I know them from is on Instagram. But uh, when we first, when I first moved up here, I reached out to like the PNW uh, yeah. Josh on the PNW maps and stuff, <laughs> um, and they took they spun me off to Tanner and Tanner he actually gave me a lot of the red dots for my dartboard for the first. Oh, trip. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, he was like, yeah, we heard vocalizations over here. Uh, there was a sighting over here up near rush Creek. There's a lot going on up there. So he was a huge, huge, huge help. And uh, I, that's another one is I'm hoping to be able to, he's, I think over in Portland, um, Oregon. Okay. So nice. I'm hoping, um, He's close. Uh, there's another one I just listened to. Um, Cliff Berrickman, uh, Cliff and Bobo's Beyond the yep. Beyond Bigfoot, or Bigfoot and Beyond. Uh, Reggie Bird, mm. uh, Wes Summerlin's grandson. I'm skipping on the first name. Oh but, yeah, uh, I just listened to that one, and both of them are over in the blues, uh, mm -hmm. which is that way, um, which is like a hour and a half two drive 
So it, they're they're close. That's doable, so, man. A lot of people yeah. are listening to this and be like, Mike, an hour and a half to two hours, and you can be to the blues. Make it happen, you know. Yeah, like, I know. Some people are saying, but I get I know. It. I get it. I know. I was actually planning to go out uh Sunday, Monday, Tuesday this weekend um to the blues because it's like September I drove to Mount St. Helens area. Oh cool. again, just the yeah. just being in that volcanic area is just it's gotta oh. be crazy. I saw some documentaries about that eruption. That must have been wild. The whole oh my god, just like <laughs> the landslide. They're ah, god, Mike, my gosh. Let's let's finish. Uh, yeah. already we're close to the end, which is wild. What? But yeah, I know god. it's just like, um, let's let's end with this. So, think of what are maybe a few, uh, let's say if there's uh, people that are listening to us who are like, oh, I want to get into like. Bigfoot research and going out and looking. What is what are some maybe practical advice you have for people that are new to all this, wanting to go out and look themselves for themselves or for? Uh, I hope that this doesn't blow up a lot of the people that I've spoken about phones or Instagrams, but like, don't be nervous to reach out to people. Yeah, because yep, the pe like. <laughs> I think Shane Corson was the first big person to just be like, I mean, literally that first response he sent back, here's my number. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And I was mind blown. And my wife will tell you, I was like a kid in a pet shop. I, mean, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I got to get my headphones. And I mean, I was just through the roof excited to be able to talk yeah. to Shane. So it's don't be nervous. Ask questions. Um, be humble to the, I mean, just be open. Be open to being taught. Mm -hmm. Be open to people criticizing your 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 stuff. There was actually a picture I I took of a of a uh, goat that with a broken neck, and random thing I found up in Bluff Creek area. But posting that online, wow! All of the feedback, positive and negative, was yeah. great because of the learning aspect. Amazing. Yeah, people were spouting off things that I'd never even thought of. Like didn't even cross my mind so that was awesome like ask questions be open be teachable i would advise against going too hardcore into the books <laughs> interest are there any particular books you might recommend for for newbies though i would go for the the old timer uh, the john green renee de hinden um all of those books because they're i mean I'm one for history, so I love those books. Right. But um, the new ones, it's all ah, – there's a few that stick out to me. So uh, Where Bigfoot Walks, that was fantastic because that book, not only is it a Bigfoot book, but it's a story about this guy that just mm -hmm. takes off for a month in October, which is not really the time you want to take off in the Dark Divide. Um, he just takes, but that's the time he had, um, takes off on this hike and, uh, he's a lepidopterist. Um, so he's into butterflies. Oh, yep. Yep. So he's, his main journey was to go discover, uh, new species of butterflies along the way. He saw a footprint. He heard noises at night, uh, Bigfoot sort of trickled into his adventure through the dark divide. Uh, he met forest people or the the loggers that uh would be all aggressive and every i mean it's it's just a fantastic book it's not just bigfoot but you're along for the ride um 
Ken Gearhart's field guide to so good. Big yeah. I mean, so just good. sort of the field guidey books. You can you can latch on to two or three and then go from there. Yep. That that's yep. because I have this giant bookshelf of books, and I'm just gonna say this. I it's ridiculous how much money I've spent on books <laughs> the past year alone just getting into the Bigfoot stuff. But um I've read five and those are those are those are the gotcha. I mean, Bluff Creek Project Project, <laughs> Where oh, yeah. Bigfoot Walks, um Field Guide to Bigfoot, the Oh my gosh, I'm skipping on it. Jeffrey Meldrum's book. Oh, Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Uh, Legend turn. Yeah. Legend meets science. Yeah. Legend meets science. Um, yeah. That one took me a while. <laughs> that one in the Bluff Creek Project. Those ones. They took me a while, but it's there's, there's once you have the that that base history and that much knowledge, everything else sort of starts sounding repeated, if that makes sense, and. Absolutely. And that's what my bookshelf now is like turned into is more than half of it is all like repeat info. It's great to have the books. Some of them are, um, the, nope, that's a ghost book. None of them are autographed, but I, (laughs) it's It's like, I have my Bigfoot shelf and then I have my ghost shelf and the ghost shelf is dwindling down and the Bigfoot shelf is dwindling out. I have some of Ed and Lorraine Warren's books and like the first edition. So it's like, yeah, some ghost books I'm keeping, but it's like, like John Green's on the trail uh, of Bigfoot. I have that original 19. I don't want to quote the year because I will. I'll get it wrong, but some people, I mean, it's like a newspaper. It's um, it's the material of the sheet and it's in a dust jacket. And I'm like, I don't even want to touch it. (laughs) So there's a couple of prized possessions, but it's really, I mean, learn it, go out and do it. I hear a bunch that says, don't go out alone. If you know your stuff, just have faith in yourself. Know, like know your limits. That's that's, the that's number one. Know your limits. Know your limits. I went I went backpacking in Australia for a month. Oh, wow. uh, I flunked out of college, and that's that's where I wound up going. And so I know that I could handle myself out in the woods, and that's why I go wow. out in the woods alone. Like Jeez. I prefer being alone. It's me, the birds, the squirrels, and Sasquatch. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Mike, that's some good good advice, and and some a solid book list for the for the new new peeps out there but thank you so much for for hanging out uh mike of course, uh, how can me, people man. uh keep up to date with what you're doing with your future bigfoot adventures all that i would say the best thing and the one that i keep up most to date with is the instagram okay um yeah instagram mike casey bigfoot hunter um think that's what it is no squatch mike what am i saying it's like i was thinking of the office when i read that was the facebook yeah no squatch mike um that's the instagram yeah that has i mean winter time got a little slow on the bigfoot realm so there's a lot of pictures of my kids on there but there it's like bigfoot themed pictures and kong themed pictures so you know, I hope people come along with the for the ride because i do hope to get out there soon and a lot uh i hope to meet a bunch of people and that's awesome i'm so excited to be in this community yeah good stuff thank you so much for coming on mike uh mike's gonna hang out uh for a little bit longer 
in the uh, the after show uh, portion for the Patreon. Uh, if you want to be part of that for future episodes, you can just go to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society and help support the podcast that you love listening to every weekend. Uh, Do it. And get yourself <laughs> an amazing mug like Mike has from Etsy. So, uh, all right. Thanks all for uh, listening. And thanks, Mike, for hanging out. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Bigfoot Society podcast. Please take a few minutes to review the show on iTunes five stars as it does help us get into the eyes and ears of more listeners on iTunes. Uh, That will help us just get bigger and bigger and get even better quality guests for future shows. Uh, Also, if you have any Bigfoot encounters or cryptid encounters, please send your stories and Uh, audio and photos, whatever you've got, over to BigfootSociety at gmail.com. If you'd like to become more involved with Bigfoot Society and get some extra content, we do have a Patreon uh, where you can get all sorts of cool things. For example, for $7 a month, you get extra Bigfoot Society content, uh, usually interviews, but other things as well. You get a sweet membership card and a vinyl sticker that I send to you in the mail. You get access to the Bigfoot Society After Show, which is an extra interview after the main interview with the weekly guest. And usually they are up for uh, Patreon members to be in that extra show segment with them and me. And you get to ask your uh, question live to them and get an answer from the guest, which as you've seen what guest we've had in the past, this could be a really big deal. There's also a private discord where you can get involved with uh, talking to me one-on-one and the community there. And that's always a great time. You can find the Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot society. Uh, we're very thankful for all our supporters that we have in so many different ways and appreciate uh, all our listeners coming back week after week to listen to more cryptozoology-based interviews. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Bigfoot Society. Any content provided by our guests are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone. Thank you.